long side of the road with such confidence. You're incredible, I said, about her driving. How do you not mess it up? How are we not dead? I guess I'm just used to being good at everything. She was good at everything. I couldn't remember anything she couldn't do well. I wasn't jealous about this. I was not threatened. I should be able to just make a statement like that without being judged. She drove with her hand on the wheel, not really gripping it, her wrist resting on top. I reached over and squeezed her knee. This is so weird, she said, then laughed by throwing her head all the way forward. It was the first time I'd seen her do that. I know, I said. But good, right? Yeah, good. It's good. She laughed again the same way. Each time she did this, she almost hit her face on the steering wheel. It was a new and fake habit. At what age do we stop acquiring affectations like that? I hope she wouldn't do it again, because if she did, I would have to ask her to stop. We met at a protest, or on the way to one, a confused and desperate event. It was supposed to be an anti-IMF World Bank march, but had been fashioned into an action against the potential bombing of Afghanistan. This was in September. Blocks away, I first caught sight of her pants violet blue, and followed her quickly and asked if she were heading to Freedom Plaza. She said yes. She was friendly enough, accepting my companionship for the walk there. She said she was curious only, didn't want to get too close to the demonstration, being an employee of the Treasury and all. I laughed. Was she serious? She was. What was her area of work? She worked as a liaison between Treasury and the IMF. I laughed again. I'd never met anyone from Treasury. Hold on, she said. She stood, her knuckle on her lips. I stared at the knuckle on her lips. Something happened then that should not have been possible. A tiny bird alighted on her shoulder. Aaron was unsurprised. Well, zippity-doo-dah, she said to the bird. Isn't that strange? She said to me. The bird departed and Aaron led me through a shortcut. Under a marble archway and through an outdoor mall, we walked. I dipped my fingers into a small fountain, the water too warm. We passed a Cartier shop on the right as the sounds of the protest became louder, somewhere above our heads. Before us were a set of polished steps and to our left, the park. I followed her. There was something experimental about her, I thought, physically. She didn't seem to have a left arm. We walked down the steps, and I was on her right side, so I wasn't in a position to know more. I leaned forward and confirmed that there was no left arm swinging, no left hand at her side. I was growing more certain that she had only one arm. A large black minivan stopped in front of us, and in the window I saw her reflection clearly. Four cops or agents in riot gear stepped out, hulking, sullen, and Aaron was missing an arm. The effect wasn't ruined or feeble, though. It was somehow harmonious. Not a handicap, but just a viable variation. Instead of allowing her one sleeve to dangle, she'd sewn it at the shoulder, or the manufacturer had. It was seamless. She saw me looking. She turned and walked. Did people look at Aaron strangely? It depended on their angle, first of all. Those who could grasp and be certain that she was missing a limb might cock their heads or pause briefly, not out of revulsion, 
It was more like simple surprise, or when you see identical twins, adults, dressed alike, or a cat on a leash. I wanted to be closer to her because she seemed like the future to me, like a new sort of person, a new species. When I was 13, I'd had a friend, half French and half Vietnamese, who had given me the same feeling of satisfaction, bridging the gap between my world and the one I thought was new. On the peripheries of the protest was a smattering of TV cameras, trolling. We watched while demonstrators wandered into and out of the plaza. It wasn't clear if the protest was beginning or ending or in full swing. The energy was mild. The ratio of protesters to those documenting them was roughly one-to-one. You don't seem very happy, she said to me. This made me happy. I smiled. I felt like a bird that had landed on her shoulder. She was unspoiled land on which...